Hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Well, I hope you guys are having a fantastic day, because I know I am, because today is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it, and God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. You know, we are just hours away from, could be potentially the most important day uh, besides Christmas and Easter, we are at the most pinnacle point in American history. We are at the most pinnacle point of deciding the next direction for the next two years and potentially for at least quite some time. With this in mind, I definitely had some anxiety issues. You know, I've been very nervous. I've been, I've lost sleep and I've like been pacing back and forth. And, you know, it's interesting, you know, how anxiety can get to us. You know, it's a lot easier, and I said this before, it's a lot easier just trying to figure out, okay, when everything is all fine and dandy, you know, your life is going great, you know, and you're not hurting for finances, and your life is going great, but there is always something at you that you can be fearful of. There's always something that you can have anxiety over, of which will lead into fear. And that's what's been causing my heart these past couple weeks, actually. So with this in mind, let's start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. I thank you that we can just come here in reverence of you, Lord, knowing that you have our... Um, our hearts and our minds in your plan, Lord. Lord, during these times, may you give us the strength to find the hidden treasure, which is uh, peace. That Sometimes we wonder, where is it, O oh Lord? Lord, I just pray for the time that you've given us, Lord. And I just pray that um, you allow peace to run over us, flow over us from head to toe, and the assurance that everything's going to be okay. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. So a lot of you, a lot I've wondered, okay, what does a hidden treasure, how does that correlate with, with our hearts? How does finding hidden treasure acclimate to our walk with God? And what is our hidden treasure per se? Well, if we jump to Proverbs chapter 12, um, verses 23, chapter 12, verse 23, it states, Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. So sometimes it's not what we should be looking for treasure, but sometimes what we look for and what causes us to find the treasure, which is a lot of you, and it's not a materialistic thing. I just want to tell you, everything that is going to be discussed today is not going to be Oh, where's like, for instance, the rainbow where uh, on the other side of the rainbow, you'll find a leprechaun slashed with gold. No, that's completely false. But anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. I would also add, well, I know I'm not going to add, but I'm sure we can put in your own thing. Anxiety causes fear. Anxiety causes um, worrisome. But a good word and a good worship song makes it glad. Pretty much, you know, we can have anxiety bring us all sorts of feelings. Now, don't get me wrong. Anxiety does bring us depression. Anxiety does bring us down by a lot. You know, one, it was interesting because 
you know, we can be good for one day. And next thing you know, we can have that flip upside down. We can be strong in our faith one day. We can be saying, okay, God, like, you know, for instance, we have, we get those Jesus highs. Now this Jesus high is fantastic because we can immediately say, okay, Lord, I accept you. You are my sovereign God and you can protect me. But you might get through it for a little bit that Jesus high, you might go to a Christian festival or you might go to a summer camp or even somewhere where you're surrounded by the Holy Spirit and even the church, where you're surrounded by it, and pretty much where you're protected by the heavenly realm. But it's when you go home. It's when you leave camp, the festival, or uh, or church, that life hits the pavement. And I've had this happen. And I'll tell you an example. When I was, um, when I was younger... Okay, or even now, I was at a festival. I would go to the festivals called Life Fest, and the Life Fest festivals would be absolutely fantastic. Before I started volunteering there, then I got a whole different perspective and a whole different mindset of it. But when I was there, I would be so on fire for Jesus. Afterwards, I can contain myself. But now I look at it. And that lasted about two weeks, and then I'd go slip up in my old habits. And I'd slip up to saying, okay, well, there's no hope. You know, there's no hope, and let my anxiety rule over me. You know, and there's, well, I guess everything else is not going the way I wanted it. Well, there's no point of continuing spreading God's word. But that's completely false. And I think that's a development stage, because we can have those contact highs. We can have those secureness. But I think what God is also intending us is that in order to keep maintaining that, we have to keep diving into the word. We keep on have to be in worship constantly. Or those times when you feel the anxiety, those times when you feel something big happening in your life, you have to feel, uh, fill your heart with this, the heart of spirit and the heart of worship. And it's interesting because we jump to 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 12, and it states, Behold, I have done according to your words. See, I have given you a wise and understanding heart, so that there has not been anyone like you before, nor shall you any like you arise after you. Proverbs uh, thirteen twelve, Hope defends, or hope deferreds, makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Man, that's a lot. That's that's touching. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. When our desire to grow our relationship with Jesus, when that desire is on fire, we're like putting water on um, on the tree. We're putting like miracle grow on that little tree, and it sprouts up. Amen. And amen. Proverbs fourteen thirty, a sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Wow, a sound heart is like life to the body when we have a heart that is sound in the word that is sound in worship 
that is sound and giving to others. How awesome is that? We also have a heart that is wants a relationship with Jesus. That is life to our body. And when we are when we have the ability to pray over someone, when we have the ability to impact a community out of our hearts, that is giving life to the body. But I'm sure but the flip side of it is envy. Have you ever noticed envy? You know, for instance, a lot of us, you know, we sometimes envy um, money, you know, or envy somebody's happiness. We envy it so much that we will do everything and anything to either get that happiness or get that envy or get that desire we wanted. And if we look at Proverbs 17 verses 22, it states, A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken heart, uh, broken spirit dries up the bones. I'm going to reread that again. A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Man, that hits home for me. You know, it's sad because there are times when, you know, it doesn't have to be broken, but there are times when I feel like I've slowed down. There are times when I feel like that I'm not worthwhile and that my anxiety gets the best of me. And that dries up my bones. It makes me tired. It makes me slow down on things. It makes me just wear down. And it it pretty much, like it says, it dries up your bones and it slows you down and it's meant to hinder but have you noticed when you have something good in your life and you are like so excited that you can run around uh, the earth like multiple times? That's what, that, that's what the love of God does. It's like good medicine for us and I highly suggest us to get it. Proverbs, so we're still in Proverbs and we're going back to Proverbs 4, verses 20 through 22. It states, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my savings, to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Amen, and amen. My son, give attention to my words. So God is telling us, Sas or the listeners, pay attention to what I have to say. Open up the word. Let me allow me to speak through you, through the scripture reading. And do not let them depart from your eyes. And do not let them depart from the heart. And I'd like to apologize. That's our doorbell. Because we're going to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and as a, a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That I believe, because when somebody, when somebody talked to me about the words of Christ, when somebody spoke to me about it, you know, I was convicted, and that conviction is that piercing, because you know what you did is wrong, and that eventually will bring you to Christ. And last but not least, we are in Proverbs chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. 
All right, four through five. I'm sorry about that. If you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Amen and amen. So let's dive in and really break that down. Okay. Because there is something that we need to figure out. And we're going to go look back on one of the verses that we've read, which was Proverbs uh, 12, 25. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. So when you read the book of Proverbs, like we've mentioned, I have not. we didn't read all the Proverbs. We picked out some point, pinpoints of verses that uh, impact your life. We need to understand that the author was wiser, the wisest man ever, past present, or future. Not to mention, he was divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit. God told Solomon, the author of, uh, author of most of Proverbs, I will, give you the, I will give you a wise and discerning um, heart so that there will never be been anyone like you, nor will there ever be, 1 Kings 3.12. So pretty much Solomon was the most acclimated to the word and that he was just blessed by the Holy Spirit. So besides anxiety and depression, see what other sickness and disease that Solomon addressed. We're going to kind of brush through all those uh, verses that we've kind of went through because I think they're important. Proverbs thirteen twelve: hope deferred makes the heart sick, but who, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Proverbs 14.30 A sound heart is like, it's like life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Proverbs 17.22 A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. So heart disease, and pretty much it summarizes this. Heart disease is the leading cause of the death in the U.S. Do you know anyone with bone, uh, bone disease that's like osteoporosis? Is depression a problem in this country? What if doctors and patients alike took God's word literally? Where can a person get a good word to fight depression? Hope to battle heart disease. Or um, how does one obtain a merry heart? Those are all the questions that ponder through my, my head, actually, and ponder my heart at times. Well, the good news is for us is that God, through Solomon, didn't just tell us about the problem. He gave us the solution to all of the problems that we gave God. My son, give attention to my word. Incline your ear to my saving sayings. Do not let them depart from your ear, from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. No one can argue that eating healthy diet and daily exercise are not beneficial. No one can absolutely argue that at all. That if you do, you're just, you're, I don't know what kind of land you are. If you really want to move the needle, we need to invest in your spiritual fitness daily. So that's the one, if you really want to continue with this diet or per se of living healthy and you can diet all you want and you can 
you know, eat as, drink as much water as you want, but at the same time, you will, you know, you got to work on your spiritual aspect. The word of the living God is living and active to this very day, Hebrews 4.12. God's word is like a probiotic for your soul and spirit. We need to search for it, for the hidden treasure. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Proverbs uh, 2, 4 through 5. And if you want to walk in divine health, the answer are all is in God's word. So God's word is all the answers that we need. Search through the Bible as if it was a hidden treasure. Administer liberal or administer liberal uh, dose daily to your spirit man and call the great physician as often as necessary. That is God. So call upon God daily for you to strengthen your heart. Call upon God when you are going through those, um, like right now I'm going through, which is anxiety. I'm calling upon God. And there are times when I feel like he sometimes hears my prayer, but when I, but when I go through these times, it seems like that's enough for me, you know, but then I am like all better. But the next, you know, five minutes, I'm like worried. And sometimes that's like a disease and that's like eating me alive. But I know that if I, we grow together as brothers and sisters in Christ, we can overcome this major issue of anxiety, which will lead in, which leads into fear and depression. So I want to end it with a close of prayer because I think it's important that we end it with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. Lord, there's a lot on our mind. You know, and I know you're a merciful Father and you give us grace and you give us peace. You give us peace over the anxious moments of our lives. You give peace to our moments that we look and we just are about to pull out here and we say, oh Lord, where are you? You know, or we also cry out and say, Lord, how can this happen? Or how do how do I find peace? Lord, I, I call that you just can bring us peace and assurance, Lord, through everything because you are a sovereign God. Give us the assurance of knowing that everything's going to be okay because you are the creator and you are the maker. And we know that our time on earth is temporary. May you guide us and protect us as we continue the path that you have set before us so that when we cross the finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, I hope you guys have a blessed day and remember God loves you and I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye.